Hey, everybody. Quick snaps. Quick snaps. Comedy football talk. Aaron Hodges, Kostaki Economopolis. Welcome in. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks for watching. Uh, some of you mooks, greetings. How are you, Aaron? <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. Uh, mooks is such an interesting choice of words that you employ once in a while. It sounds so derogatory and uh, unnecessarily harsh. I don't know if it is, but that's the way it feels to me. No, nah, I went out with a couple of mooks last night. It was fun. It was, there's, no, there's no disparaging uh, sentiment <laughs> there. You know where I think I got it? I did the uh, San Francisco competition a million years ago. And the guy who was hosting it, uh, Johnny Steele, a great comic, he gave us a whole speech at the beginning of the week. He was like, look, I, some of you guys have big credits. Some of you have no credits. I don't care about any of that. I'm going to give everyone exactly the same intro so it's fair. So he would just come out every, every show and say, all right, this next MOOC coming up, very funny. Enjoy. You know, it, just, it was like whatever it was, it was exactly the same sentence for every comic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, racist. I hate everybody. <laughs> I don't think it's not. We should look it up. Is it sort of uh, associated with a race? It, I mean, so it just sounds know. like it should be. Now that you mention it, it okay, it's a mook, a stupid or incompetent person. There you go. Yeah, I guess that is disparaging. I don't. I don't attend it that way. I retract <laughs> that if that's the meaning. Weird tangent, but you know me. These are a couple of my favorite mooks. I don't know. All right. Some of my favorite folks are listening and watching, so thanks for doing that. Big announcement. Big announcement. You ready, Aaron? I'm you ready. Got this? You're going to do this? Are you ready to hear it or ready to do this? I think so. This is the last quick snaps, in a sense, because the next time we talk to you, we're going weekly, and the next time we talk to you, it will be All Pro Lines, the podcast. Hey! Yay! rebranding we're shifting we're tweaking we're tightening we're gonna do a little we're gonna do more we're gonna do more for you and we're gonna do better and we're gonna be stronger and bigger and uh, associated with the online brand all pro lines and we're excited about that what we think this means is uh better stuff for you guys and bigger numbers for all of us and among the changes oh look at you yeah all pro lines baby all pro lines t-shirts which we now have available all pro lines t-shirts available at allprolines.com and the social media platforms. Transform. Aaron, Aaron has a Quick Snaps t-shirt on, and he is putting the All Pro Lines t-shirt on over the Quick Snaps t-shirt. I am unbuttoning my button-down shirt to give you the exciting reveal of All Pro Lines, the t-shirt. It's officially official. These are nice. We got shirts. I like them. I wore them all day the other day, and I've, I've, I put it through a, a wash cycle already. And it feels real nice. Feels snug as a bug. Oh, that's nice. I've been out of town, so mine's been sitting, and I, I literally, it literally still has the wrinkle lines from the packing, and you know, mine's brand new. So yeah, so hey, all pro lines. We're creating a little synergy. We're gonna be more connected to the online brand, and uh, we're gonna do some stuff that kind of plays across the different platforms, and uh, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice to uh, have it all connected. So. We're, ha- we're happy for you guys to follow us along. And what we think is going to happen next for from the user point of view uh, in terms of finding us is nothing. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to change the name and hopefully all the connectivity stays the same for those of you who are uh, following us, uh, who get the words downloaded into their uh, phones here every week or however you do it. We think it's going to stay the same. 
Technology is crazy, though, so we're, we're giving you the heads up that next week it will be under the new title. So it's not inconceivable something weird will happen, and you'll just have to search all pro lines and, and find us and refollow if that's if that's what happens. So, uh, well, yeah, we're excited, man. We've been working on uh, the little background stuff to get to this moment for a while. We're going to let most of the, the pod speak for itself starting next week. We're going weekly. Uh, here's, the, here's probably the biggest change. There are lots of changes, and you'll notice them. But the big one is the Inside the Huddle folks, the folks who support us on Patreon, will now be getting a buttload of extra content because we now have a one-to-one ratio. We're going to do a free podcast for everybody who wants to listen on Mondays. And every time we do a podcast, we're going to do a bonus one. So it's a one-to-one. You're going to get twice as much content for becoming a member of Inside the Huddle. For getting Inside the Huddle, we're going to work on the lingo. <laughs> for inside being. the Huddle already. You get it for being Inside the Huddle. Yeah. Right. It's five bucks a month. It's, you just put it on your card and forget about it. And, yeah. And you support us and what we do, and, and we'll, you'll get more of us. We're probably going to end up doing uh, a little more buttoned up on Mondays and a little less buttoned up on the Thursday or whatever it winds up being. Not tonight, buddy. We're, we're loosey-goosey tonight. Yes, sir. I'm celebrating. The last quick snaps. We've been doing this for eight years, bro. Eight I, years. When you said that to me today, that, that took me aback. I'm surprised. I would have guessed six. Yeah, every time someone asks, I always thought it was like five, six, and I was like, oh, I was going through some some of the files, and I was like, oh, this is from 2013, like, oh my goodness, right. that's when we started. That's a long that, time ago. So I don't have, I don't, I couldn't find the first ever show, but I found some some clips that maybe we want to go down memory lane a little bit tonight. I love that. If you want to play some of them, I love that. Um, we started in the serious building. You were working there, and yep. we would. Uh, I would come down there. You had a little window where we could sneak away and do our thing. And uh, we had all the fancy equipment everywhere and that sexy building above Manhattan. Ryan Chambers good days. on the uh, thanks to everybody that's watching and uh, live and hanging out with us. Ryan Chambers chimes in. He's like, super excited for anything that comes in buttloads. <laughs> I probably could have practiced the announcement. Now, if that <laughs> is a double entendre. That's very clever. That's very clever. Uh, and even if it's not, still pretty funny. But uh, yeah, we're excited for the changes. Uh, but it's also like a reflective time. I want to play one of the clips now that I dug up. Let's do it. Do Absolutely. You, I was just going to ask if we could do that now. Do you remember when the Giants uh, Super Bowl parade was in town after the 2012 Super Bowl? And I stuck a mic in some drunk people's faces? No, I do not. <laughs> well... Um, well, I stuck a mic in a few people's faces and one of them was this very drunk guy. This is about a minute long, but I think you'll enjoy this conversation. All right. You're here for the Giants, sir. Tell me why the Giants are the best team in the NFL. They're the best team because their defense is the best. Are you down with JPP? Yes. Okay. Now, any chance the Jets might be here next year as Super Bowl champs? No. Why not? Because they're not that good. Everybody knows they're not. All right. Who has better legs, Joe Theismann or Mark Sanchez? Mark Sanchez, of course. Oh, no, no doubt. That's the obvious choice. Well, I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Because Mark Sanchez can run much, much further than. And when he's done, he has the strength to run some more. Exactly. Final <laughs> question, sir. And thank you so much for your time. This guy's drunk. Who do you think is oh, prettier? Yeah. Is it Tom Brady, Mark Sanchez, or Giselle Bunchen? Your mother. How dare you, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, 
my mother was cheering for the Giants very, very hard, and she would be ashamed of you. I'm pretty sure that she would kick your ass if she if she was here right now and she heard you say that. Well, who cares? Well, my mother loves me very much, and uh, I don't think she loves you. I don't think your mother loves you. Blow me. <laughs> That's a Giants parade for you. Oh, my goodness. That guy's hammered. <laughs> That was 2012 Giants Parade. We're in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, wow. I mean, it would have been in 2013, the parade, right? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's not the that's not the Plaxico one. That's the one after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's not Tyree and the whole thing. That's the diff- That's the no, later one. That was 08. Gotcha. You're unburdened gotcha. by the you know. Having to remember which Super Bowl your team won. <laughs> it's not a burden you oh, have to carry. That, is, that hurts. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought you were going to. I thought you were just saying something about it. it's not my responsibility to remember. But, but no. You, yeah. You went for the dig. Yeah, I did. I did. I'll take it. But it was interesting listening back to some of this stuff. Like, you know, I'm referencing just getting uh, new kittens and you're talking about your fiance and oh yeah like, wow we've been through some stages of life with this show <laughs> are, what are you telling me they're not kittens anymore they're not kittens anymore <laughs> they're old grouchy <laughs> pissers they're just pissing on everything now <laughs> I, I, what else you got i want to hear some more you got some other old stuff you want to hear one more from the parade <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, let's hear one more from the parade. <laughs> My name's Pete to go off of work because of Big Blue, baby. Where you- New York football giants. <laughs> Where are you coming from today? Trying New Jersey, baby. All right, all right. What do you do for a living? I'm a New Jersey transit bus mechanic. Dude, we got to talk about those trains. They're in bad shape, my man. I don't work on the trains. I work on the buses. <laughs> okay, okay. The buses are all right. Are you hyped for next year? <laughs> I'm hyped for every year. You think it'll be here next year? Every year, baby. Bring it every single year. I'll be here for the New York Yankees parade, and I'll be here for the New York football <laughs> Giants parade, baby. You know it. Do you think Eli Manning could beat President Obama in an election right now? Absolutely. Absolutely, because Eli <laughs> knows how to call him, boy. Four flags, sit. Omaha, Omaha, go, baby. <laughs> Listen, Eli Manning can be anything he wants. Be anybody right now, baby. And Tom Brady can lick on you know what. He can retire. We got it, baby. All right, speaking of Tom Brady, who do you think is prettier, Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, or Mark Sanchez? Um, I'm not no queer, but <laughs> so I'll go with the woman, whatever you said. I loved, I loved making all those guys so uncomfortable with anything that even approached being homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not know who Giselle is? That was part of the, the what was tripping them up. <laughs> I, no, I think they they knew, they knew, they knew Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> well, just give me the woman. <laughs> no, I'm not no queer. <laughs> A bus mechanic. Goodness gracious. That's a tough, that sounds like a tough job to go to. Every oh, day. yeah, yeah. He was, he was a rough guy. I could still see his face. But uh, we're going to play, we're not going to play like the whole thing, but I, we're going to, pl- uh, I'll put in for the, we're not going to do it live rather, but afterwards, we're going to put in some old shows at the end of this episode. I think hardcores will appreciate it and maybe go down some, uh, some memory lanes with it. It's, it was definitely fun. 
listening back. I'm gonna. I'm looking for. I'm gonna listen myself. It's been. It's been a long time. It'll be fun to hear all the names of the players we're, we're joking about. Yeah, things yeah. That we're going on at the time. Yeah. What well, do you got? Any other uh, clips from prior shows? Oh, I know Home Run Hall came to visit you at your show this weekend. He did. I got a hat right here. I was going to put it on, and I opted to go no hat. He, he brought me a hat. Hilton Head Bicycle Company. If you find yourself in Hilton Head, get, as a shout-out, go say hi to those guys. He was awesome. He came on the show, and he was telling us that he had moved there and opened a bike shop. And, and of course, he rides a bike to work, and now and there's a microbrewery between work and home. And so he stops there once in a while. And he brought me a four-pack, a variety pack from the place. But I was flying out like... 12 hours after he handed me these beers. So I just picked the one that he loved the most and took that one home and drank it. <laughs> I couldn't pack the other ones. What kind of I beer didn't was check it? check a bag or anything. What was it? It was awesome. It was a it was a stout with uh with coconut and it was uh 10% ABV. It was right up my alley. A tall boy. It was awesome. I I drank a free beer at the club and then I went home and I drank one more free beer on Hal. It was he was great. He brought his wife and they stayed overnight. They just made like a weekend trip of it. It was cool. I'm always flattered when somebody comes like, you know, a bit out of the way to see to catch a show. And uh, he came he came to probably the best one. It was a super fun one. It was awesome. good to see him. Yeah, I was going to say cuz he's in North Carolina. He came quite pretty far away to come see you. Well, now he's in Hilton Head. Hilton Head's like a like a barrier island on the South Carolina coast. But it was still it was a bit of a ways to get to Charleston, so it was nice of him to do it, and it was great to see him. And he was super friendly, and it was it was, it was cool, man. Thanks, Hal. Appreciate you, man. So I found a folder of old uh, voicemails. Remember, we used to play some voicemails that listeners would would leave for us, right? And we'd we'd play some. Oh my goodness! Do you remember gracious. that? It's been a while. We yeah, should do, do that again. That. I actually enjoyed that. We'll, I think maybe we could set that up and play them <laughs> once in a while. But one of them was from Home Run Hall, and I just have to give some context before we play it. You know that um, we have busted my chops quite a bit about the way that I say Cincinnati Bengals, right? Yes, right. and we should, and we should, sure. So that's that's what. Home Run Hall is uh, referencing in this clip at the end. Okay. Hey, quick snaps, guys. It's Home Run Hall here, making you guys suffer through some really bad fan quick snaps, only made worse by the fact that they're uh, over a week late and stale. Anyway, enjoy the episode (laughs) about the Giants and the Bengals game. Uh, It was fun listening to you guys travel to an actual game and broadcast live. I'd encourage you both to do some more of that. And maybe even take a trip over to London and do one of the games over in the UK. I think it'd be a great opportunity to bring the Quick Snaps International. And of course, while you're over there, you should visit some of the tourist sites, uh, like Big Ban, for example. Now, I understand it's expensive, <laughs> so they're probably going to have to raise a few Benjamins to be able to get over there. <laughs> all right, that's all. I, uh, I know it was lame, but at least now I appreciate how hard it is to do what you guys do. Enjoy it. Bye. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I like that guy. He's good beats. It's funny. Yeah. I think about you every time. There's uh, uh, Fields, uh, what's his name, on ESPN. Field Yates. Field Yates says Bengals. And there's a couple of other guys. That every once in a while, and it lands so hard, weird, in my ear. I always think about you when someone says Bengals. I don't know, man. I'm just, just saying it the way that I hear it. It's definitely regional. You Yankee bastard. Nah. 
All right, so let's do let's uh, let's do a few more uh, explanations and plugs and yeah. Some people are coming in late here, and I see in the comments here, that, oh, did I miss it? Because they're anticipating a, a big announcement. So if you want to just give them the uh, the Cliff Notes version again, are we doing this like radio where we reset every yeah, seventeen we minutes? Reset, and... Yeah, we Yeah. Quick snaps. The podcast is becoming all pro lines. The podcast we got our all pro lines T shirts on to celebrate. Next week we're going to be up and running uh, under the new title and new brand. And uh, a little tighter. We're gonna have some drops. It's gonna. It'll be a few nice little changes. But for the most part, we're gonna do the same kind of thing we've been doing: some jokes and some interviews, and uh, telling you about the weekend that was in the NFL. We're back to weekly, and uh, we're excited. In fact, right around the corner, the listener league is gonna kick off and uh, be up and running. We think we're covered. We think we we didn't do a relegation last year because we had the non money non. We had the super weird COVID year. What do we got? Sixteen teams. That's too many. We got 16 teams, yeah. Actually, we have some uh, some emails from people that wanted to get into the league that uh, we got to address these real quick. So, yeah, like you said, we don't have anybody that dropped out so far, but you never know. Sometimes we get some last-minute dropouts or people that, oh, I didn't get the email, and it's week three, and you haven't changed your roster. Sorry, you got to go. Uh, so maybe you can get in this year, but uh, let's hear from John Riggs and David Willis, who – if they don't get in this year, will be first in line for those that get relegated this year. So, well, we love John Riggs. He's a we do, I'm a fan of his. We so. do, we do. Let's start with Riggsy then. He says, uh, "I'm interested in playing in the Quick Snaps League." Are, by the way, are we going to change it to the All Pro Lines League? Yeah, you got to change the title. We can't be having lingerie titles laying around. Yeah, okay. So. Uh, we're playing in the Quick Stops League if there are any openings. I've been playing so long, I remember drafting Vinny Testaverde when he played for the Jets, and he tore his Achilles. Holy shit. <laughs> that should qualify him right there. That was back when you had to like get the USA Today box scores and do the math yourself on Monday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I love that, you know, I'm, I'm talking to, uh, we got the Ethan who's going to be helping us out quite a bit. He's sitting next to me here. He's a young kid. Wait, wait 18? 18 years old. Uh, and I feel like an old curmudgeon talking to him. And I was talking to this 15-year-old kid that lives across the street the other day about music. And I just feel so old. And then you remind me that you're old. Yeah. And I feel you're young pretty again. Hip compared to me. That's, yeah. why I'm, that's why I hang around here. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, I don't remember the, the hand stat game it's always i didn't do that either yeah. I, I wish i had my my mom's a math long lifelong math teacher and she loved that idea i never i never played in that era i came along my first uh draftee was edger and james that was my Ooh, era mine was larry fitzgerald okay who's like right. i guess not gonna play or like maybe come in in the middle of the season he was making some uh some news earlier this week did you see any of that yeah, he said he's not. He's, he doesn't feel like pl- he's some. It was some weird phrase. It was like he's just not up for it right now. He has now. no urge to play. He left it open. No urge to play. Right. It was right, right now. now. So no like, urge to play right now. He's like, we'll see how it feels. Well, September, <laughs> October, November, but right now, which means you know, I've been in the league for thirty years. I don't want to go to training camp. But I don't blame him. Yeah. So he could theoretically join a team that has like a somebody tears an ACL and needs a Larry Fitzgerald to come in. Yeah, I could totally leave, see that. He's happening. leaving the door open for that. Okay. Tough. Hey, Ryan Chambers commented here: twelve hours, not enough time to crush four beers. All right, that's a totally fair point, especially for a boy from Washington State. Twelve hours is the wrong number of hours. I did a late show, and then we hung after, and he gave me the beers then. So that was like, 
eking towards midnight, and I had a four thirty wake up call to go to the airport. So basically, what are you, what are you saying? You're being one, responsible. I drank one beer at the club, hung around with the staff a little bit, hung with Hall and Hal, and uh, got paid. And then I went home and I drank Hal's beer at like one in the morning. And then I got up at four thirty and went to the airport. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, Yikes! Yeah. So it wasn't 12 hours. But, Ryan, I appreciate your input and ball busting, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I see my cousin in the in the chat there, too, saying Aaron doesn't want me. He knows I'll win. One of my least favorite people to play fantasy football with, uh, Brett. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Aaron, some dirty laundry on the last quick snap. I love him. I love him to death. Uh, but as far as fantasy football, he can screw himself. He's the worst. He is the absolute worst. Let's get back to David. Hey, Andreas chimes in. Yeah. Andreas said he was a commissioner in middle school and had to get the newspaper on the way to the bus each Monday morning. That's great. I didn't know that. Hey, your brother's I'm old, jealous. too. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're old when your younger brother's old. <laughs> I want to read uh, David. David W. chimes in, too. He says, hello, Kostaki and Aaron. I would love to join the Quick Snaps All Pro Lines Fantasy League. My qualifications are few other than I went to the same high school as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All right. My mother was his 10th grade English teacher. <laughs> and I bring glorious mediocrity to my fantasy teams. I am much more Swansea than Manchester City as far as my relegation potential goes. And I won't quit on the league. I hope to be your newest 500 player. Thanks for your time. So I, I don't know. I think you agree, David and, and John. They're next in line for whoever gets relegated. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think John gets the edge at this point because he's so much more active on social media. been supporting us for years. And, uh, and I like his story about that he testified. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good, Hey, pick me. Um, all right. So we think we're good, but if not, then it's, then it's John. Then, uh, we got, we got two on the, on deck if we need them. That's it. All right. Good enough. And, uh, and hang around cause it's a, it's a relegation league. Maybe you guys can play next year. We're going to kick two people out. Uh, so we, we, we embrace the new rules that it's you and me are safe from relegation, but Andreas and Glenn and the rest of the lot are, uh, available to be booted. Is that right? I I mean, I'm asking. I you know, it seems seems fair. It'd be weird if we weren't playing in the league. That's that's all I'm saying. I, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to being punished for having a bad fantasy team. But I mean, it would be a pretty funny storyline throughout the the season. <laughs> you know, the the host. If I gotta the... wait a year and then write an email and hope you pick <laughs> me the next year. <laughs> uh, I think I'd like to get in because I created the league. Do you think you guys have a have a spot for me? <laughs> I'm okay with that. If you want to play hardcore, we could both be eligible for relegation. I'm okay with that. Have to have to sit a year out and try to get back in. I mean, if it's both of us that get relegated, that's. I mean, what do we do at that point? I don't know. I guess I'm just the commissioner, and that would be extra hilarious. We hope to get back out. out. I don't know. <laughs> we come in fifteenth and sixteenth in the league that we started. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you posted the draft order. I'm excited. I'm already scheming in my head. I already, I already think I know what I want. I did a few mock drafts, and I mean, this is the only league that I'm in now, so I'm taking it pretty seriously. Um, oh my goodness! I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm coming for the crown this year. I got real close last year, and uh, I want to taste. I want to know what it tastes like. 
16-team Last league. year, our, our limey friend won with the asterisk, no, the 2020 asterisk. It wasn't the limey friend. He, he came close. Was, he didn't win? No, nah, it was Kevin. Oh, I thought I thought it was him. I thought, oh. It was Kevin. He's the champ. I think I okay. think uh, on the site it says he was first place because they do regular season. That's oh, right. that's right. It's regular season that's right. standings. Do we have a prize yeah. for regular season point champion or record champion or something? I forget. We got to revisit that, and I'm open <laughs> we, to uh, new we ideas. Gotta, we got to do some work. All right. Yeah. And the other thing to pitch that's the same universe starting here soon, the Pick'em League. Uh, All Pro Lines now has a uh, charity Pick'em League. Come join us. All we ask is you throw down some money for cancer research. Uh, it's free to enter. Uh, otherwise, it don't feel like you got to, you know, don't shy away because you don't have a big pile of money to donate. Throw down 20 bucks, whatever you can do, and come join us. It's going to be fun. We're going to do weekly prizes. Andreas is in. All these guys are in. A bunch of the Bob and Tom guys are in. Josh Arnold and uh, Reno Collier emailed me today. He's trying to get in. and had some technical glitch. And Jeff Oske and uh, Willie Griswold, all those guys are in. And I'm getting prizes from uh, Bob Cavoyan. Bob Cavoyan's playing, by the way. Bob Cavoyan's in the league. I'm getting prizes from uh, Jimmy Pardo and Emo Phillips, and a bunch of these guys are ponying up some prizes. We're going to do weekly prizes, and you might get a uh, All-Pro Alliance t-shirt in the mix there somewhere as a prize. Um, it's going to be fun. And if you've never played in a uh, confidence pool, it's awesome. Let me do one quick pitch. I know it's getting a little blah, 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 but a confidence pool is awesome. Now, you, normally when you play in a like an office pool where people pass out the ditto sheet in your little cubicle and you fill it out, it's either straight up, which is too easy, or it's against the spread, which is so hard it's just a coin flip because Vegas is awesome with spreads. So in a confidence pool, there's no spread. You just pick the winners. But in a 16-game slate, you assign between 1 and 16 points of confidence to each game. So if you win the game, if you get it right, you get that number of points. So you end up at the end of the week, it ends up being like 107 to 102. It's it's really fun. There's a lot of strategy in it, and it's uh, it's a cool game to play. So come join us. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good fun. And we've already raised over 1,500 bucks for uh, cancer research, and we're just kind of getting started, getting the word out on this thing. So come join us. It's cool. Uh, there is a, um, there's a name you forgot to drop. Is it Aaron Hodges? I'm in there, baby. Let's go. Uh, oh, I didn't see you. <laughs> I, I know you were coming. I wasn't sure. I hadn't seen you yet. I didn't want to. I wasn't sure if you were weaseling out or what. hadn't completely. Uh, I would, you know. uh, Aaron in. Hodges. Come play with Aaron Hodges. Easy money. Come play. This is a good way to weasel people in. Come play with Ron Milford. He's in. <laughs> Ryan Chambers, I'm sure, is going to be in. It yeah. would be crazy for him not to be. So, yeah, we'll, we'll drop the link in the show notes. How about that? If you want to join, we'll drop the link in the show notes for the, the Confidence League, for the V Foundation, All Pro Lines, and for uh, the Patreon. All the new stuff, we're gonna, it'll be in the show notes for the podcast. And all anywhere, anywhere, you, and all the social media <laughs> platforms have these links too, and allprolines.com as well. Um, it, all this info is at all the platforms. In fact, All Pro Lines just now has, has a uh, TikTok account as well. They're what? Two posts. What? Two posts. Fifty likes. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah, you can't stop us. Oh my goodness! I you didn't tell me this was going to be an absolute juggernaut. <laughs> TikTok. You're on TikTok. Do you even have a TikTok for yourself? 
I do not have one for myself, but I did get grab one. I didn't want to lose the URL or whatever they call it. You so know, you got to grab it. So tell me, uh, is it going to be just you doing like the the silent uh, the DJ dance? Are you just going to be dancing, doing memes, and like what are you going to be doing over there on TikTok? I, tell me why I should I, follow I all not, pro lines. I am on TikTok. not pledging to be active on TikTok. Uh, I, we're okay. we're squatting on the name for now and doing a little bit here okay. and there. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter were super active. TikTok, we're going to see. I'm mostly interested in TikTok. <laughs> I just need to know what to you're going to be. The, uh, what are you going to be posted on TikTok? I'll have to give you the password. You can. Join I'm not going to log in to TikTok, bro. I, 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 I can make you the. I can make you the TikTok liaison. Maybe, nope. Maybe I'll give nope. you the title. I absolutely 100 refuse. <laughs> I will not be logging into TikTok. The closest I'll I get to, to get TikTok my is. Year old involved. Yeah. Yes. You can it, hire TikTok Ava. has already gotten a little passe to the twelve year old. That's where TikTok is, right? Is now. that right? Okay, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Well, I, I mean, when you're twelve, you know, things can only be hot for so long, and you kind of go, eh. <laughs> "All right, what else to plug? We got to plug Glenn. Glenn's going to come do. He's done two of these. For those of you who are inside the huddle already, Glenn has." Uh, I don't even know what the word is. He's uh, regaled us. He has uh, shared with us a retrospective about the Atlanta Falcons. He's done two parts. It was set to be a three-part series, and he he's expanding it to a four-parter now. <laughs> yes. Uh, more ambitious by the day. <laughs> these are all for the Inside the Huddle folks, so if you need another reason to come join that, do that. Come listen to Glenn. I've actually been – my expectations are pretty high, and he surpassed them. It's funny and interesting. It's, uh, it's a guy who really has loved the Falcons since he was a kid, and it's him – going through these different chapters of the past and, and kind of giving us the story. It's pretty cool. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to get chapter three here, which I believe is an entire, entire chapter devoted to Michael Vick. Is that right? That's, that's what he's teasing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be, uh, that's going to be on the Patreon page here pretty soon. Did we get the clip? I should have asked you this offline. Uh, did we get the clip from Tim Wilson? Ah, no, I didn't. Ah, fooey. I should, if I was half a man, I would just do it for you right now. Uh, we'll put that on the social media platforms, too. There's a great clip of Tim Wilson uh, talking about Bobby Bowden, who passed away since I was on a podcast last with you guys. So it's worth taking a listen to. It's actually from the Bob and Tom show. It's about three minutes, and it is vintage Tim Wilson. It's awesome. They're good kids. It's Bobby <laughs> Bowden talking. <laughs> Coach, your team uh, stole half the shirts out of the Dillers. Yeah, they did. Uh, it, was, it was their grandmama's birthday, and they were in the wrong section. They made a mistake. But they're good kids. It's him. It's great. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I a, just heard it. Yeah, it was, That's it was a pretty terrible good. version of it. <laughs> Apologies to Tim Wilson, wherever he is. What else do we do? We, uh, we, can we do some quotes? We've been doing some quotes, sports quotes. Can we do a few of those? Can yeah, we do a few jokes? Yeah, man, you're driving this ship. All right, let's do it. Let's do... All right, here's my favorite joke of the week. In week seven, the Packers are going to wear their 50s-era throwbacks. Now, that was the era when Brett Favre's grandfather would sketch a picture of his penis and send it to a debutante by Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this week, Mitch Trubisky beat the Bears. Old habits die hard. <laughs> my friend uh, said Justin Fields would be a good name for a farmer. Yeah, that's a great uh, and name. I said Justin Case would be a good name for Andy Dalton. <laughs> Falcons are 100% vaccinated, but still have no protection against the Brady variant. That's a, you know, that could certainly ruin your fall plans. That's a tough one, yeah. It mutates yeah. and goes to Florida. Yes. Yeah. We thought it was going to be over by now, but it's still going. 
<laughs> Several teams have been having joint practices to which Josh Gordon said, hello. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. There's some tough news in the world. That's why we do this, to escape the, you know. But I am bumping down the Afghan defense in my fantasy rankings. Um, who's running the Afghan army? Dan Quinn? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom Griswold told me to get some more sports quotes. I did a few on the show, and he was enjoying them so much that he uh, he asked me to bring back some more. And then he <laughs> then he went and had a heart surgery and isn't in for a few weeks. Uh, What's his problem? From what I hear, he's doing fine, but he's not on the show. So here's a few of my favorites. Cam Newton, you remember this? He said, hindsight's always 50-50. <laughs> he's so dumb. <laughs> he's so dumb. When linebacker Jeremiah Trotter got to camp, uh, coach noticed him leering at the ladies on the sideline. The coach said, it's just like college. There's no fraternizing with the cheerleaders. And Trotter said, oh, well, can I fuck him? After a game was postponed due to fog in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, everybody, oil can Boyd said, that's what happens when you build a stadium right by the ocean. College basketball coach Weldon Drew said, quote, we have a bunch of uh, uh, we have a great bunch of outside shooters. Unfortunately, all of our games are played indoors. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Heavyweight champion Rocky Graziano, quote, I quit school in the sixth grade because of pneumonia, not because I had it, because I couldn't spell it. <laughs> I give up. I'm going to be a boxer. <laughs> John McKay is one of my favorite ones, man. This guy is just a – he was the one that had the maybe the best sports quote of all time. He was he was the expansion, uh, the new coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they first started. And they lost their first 26 games in a row. Mm-hmm. And he's the one they asked him, uh, how do you feel about your team's execution, coach? And he said, I'm all for it. I'm in favor, yeah. Uh, I remember that one. It's, a, it's <laughs> awesome. 26 <laughs> in a row losses? That's yes. crazy. And when they won their 27th game, he, he had a quote that was some version of, yeah, now two more plane crashes and we're in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four plane crashes and we're in the playoffs, something like that. Yeah, yeah the guy a, was great. That's optimistic, yeah. Here's a couple of other John McKay quotes. We didn't tackle well today, but we made up for it by not blocking. <laughs> well, we've determined we can't win at home and we can't win on the road. What we need is a neutral site. <laughs> Opening games make me nervous. To tell the truth, I'd rather open with our second game. Yeah, yeah. That's that sounds like um, Groucho Marx or something. It does. It's very <laughs> to tell you the truth. Yeah. I'd rather open with our second game. <laughs> Following a fifty-one to nothing loss to Notre Dame in nineteen sixty-six, quote: "I told my team it doesn't matter. There are seven hundred fifty million people in China who don't even know this game was played." The next day, a guy called me from China and said, "What happened, coach?" <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> That's John McKay. It's the oh. same. He's, he, was, he was great. He's full of them this time. Uh, they asked Shaq if he went to the Parthenon when he was in Greece. Quote, I can't really remember any of the names of the clubs that we went to. Uh, we were just having a good time and just <laughs> with some ladies. And uh, I don't really remember most of what happened on that trip. I just remember we had a really good time. And uh, I don't remember nothing about Greece other than it's a blur. It's a blur. Shaq, Shaq's easy to like. Boxing trainer Lou Duva said, I uh, was talking about one of his boxers, quote, he's the guy who gets up at 6 o'clock in the morning, regardless of what time it is. Uh, <laughs> that one took me a second. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is a Steve Spurrier quote. I'm not normally a Steve Spurrier fan. 
Florida coach, forever and ever. There was an Auburn dorm fire that destroyed 20 books, and Spurrier said, the real tragedy is that 15 of them hadn't been colored yet. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the real tragedy. (laughs) Uh, Bob Green, coach, after a a close loss. It's kind of like watching your mother-in-law go off a cliff in your brand-new Cadillac. You got mixed feelings. (laughs) Second baseman Tito Fuentes, quote, they shouldn't throw at me. I'm the father of five or six kids. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Five or six. Fuentes. Yeah, let us know when you have a definite count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuentes is Spanish for Cromartie, maybe. That's what's happening. I bet you he doesn't All even right. realize when he it's four balls and that's, that's a walk. He just he just sits there and is like, I don't, what, what's happening? What's supposed to happen now? They're like, take your base. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> All right, here's my favorite one. Close on this one. Uh, A player told college basketball coach Shelby Metcalf that he got four Fs and a D, the player's telling the coach. Coach said, son, sounds to me like you're spending too much time on one subject. (laughs) That reminds me of my (laughs) soccer coach at uh, Ramapo. I think I've told this story before. We were uh, all stretching out, getting ready to practice, and he's mad at a couple of the players for not doing well in school. And um, he's like, he was this, this old uh, Italian guy, kind of looked like uh, Master Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Carried himself that way, too. And he's going, he got a D. Somebody got a D. So he's like, you got a D. You got a D. At the Ramapo College. You got a D <laughs> at the Ramapo College. I could take a donkey. <laughs> Wrap a rope around his neck. Have the donkey stick his head into class and say, I'm here. And the donkey would get a D at Ramapo College. <laughs> That's great. Where was he from? <clears throat> he's, he was, he's Italian. Um, and he was, he was actually the, um, remember the New York Cosmos when Pele was, uh, was playing there? Yeah. He was the coach at that time. His name was Pepe Pintone. Pepe Pintone. Wow. Yeah. He was very a great Italian. Name. The other great quote, and you can use this if you want, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Pepe Pintone for a, uh, for a pregame speech one time, he's, t- he's, you know, he's at the chalkboard and he's giving us you know, some plays or whatever, and he's letting us know the scouting report on the other team. And he goes, these guys, these guys right here, they're the recipe for tomato soup with a little bit of basil. <laughs> okay, coach. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say, coach. Let's go get them. <coughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> that was a what character. does that mean? That guy's a character. <laughs> Those are great quotes, though, man. It's fun. It's fun looking looking them up and kind of surfing around. And there's so many. I, you know, I mean, all these years of players being knuckleheads and saying funny stuff and Yogi Berra's got a million. When, oh, you take, yeah. when you get to a fork in the road, take it. You know, <laughs> there's a bunch of those kind of things, and and of course there's some where you know you're not sure if they did it on purpose or not. You know what I mean? Let me dig up an example of what I'm talking about here. You know what this I, one? NBA yeah. center Chuck Nevitt. He said, "My sister is expecting a baby. I don't know if I'm going to be an uncle or an aunt." <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like guess that's 
That's on purpose, right? The, the guys are just screwing around. You know? No, I don't think so. I think I think that's a legit <laughs> slip of the tongue. But I mean, I know what he means. I know what he means. I mean, there's a hundred of those kind of, you know, hindsight's 50-50 kind of where they just yeah. screw up this sentence. You know, of uh-huh. course, if you have enough time. One of the NBA players said, I'm no scapegoat. You know, there's all those kind of quotes. But, you know, some of them are really funny. Some of them are coaches that are, you know, they make fun of themselves. There was a coach that had a had a line that was basically, um, see if I could put it together without pulling it up. It was... Uh, I, I had to. Re- it was a former Broncos coach. He said I had to retire because of uh, uh, health and oh, uh, health and rest or something. Exhaustion. Health and what? Exhaustion. Health and ex- health and exhaustion. The fans were sick and tired of me. No, yeah, my wife's helping me out. Krista with the assist. Oh, uh, Ryan Chambers put the uh, link in the in the in the chat here that's cool in the facebook yeah as you go to facebook.com slash quick snap show you can see it in the comments there we'll also put it in the show notes just to reiterate (laughs) there you know what i hate that has become uh, i realize that this has become accepted as a phrase maybe i just like don't like john gruden but arm talent do you remember when he started saying arm talent that's caught on Everyone says arm talent. I heard it today. I heard arm talent today on a podcast. It's it's just accepted into our mainstream lexicon. Uh, Like it's it's one of the dumbest things you can say. It's like, what does that what does that mean? Your arm is talented, but the rest of you isn't. (laughs) Like, what what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Sounds like Jameis Winston. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's got a talented arm. Yeah, you weren't here. Glenn Glenn sat in. I I I think you said you you listened to it, but like I figured out what he was trying to. To what he was trying to say when Jameis was like, "What do you say?" He goes, uh, "We we have probably the best condom backfield in the oh, league." Oh, right, yeah, right? I did hear that. <laughs> My theory is that he started to say combo, and then the word tandem snuck into his head, and he combined combo and tandem and said condom. I'll buy that. He's playing for a job tonight. If I'm not mistaken. The Monday night game is. Uh, what do you mean? Who's going to take, take a spot? Who's going to take a spot? Who's going to take a spot? Who's going to take a spot? I some other say guy. His name. Say of. his name. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill. Actually, yes! it's Jameis. It's Jameis taking Taysom's spot. I guess if you looked at who uh, who started last year. That's the way I would look at it. Yeah. It sounds like it's uh, coin flip land. It probably comes down to who uh, who plays well tonight. So good wow. luck to you, gentlemen. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good problem to have, I think. But I think another quote is uh, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah, that's right. I think I don't know this this kind of setup. I think it does. It wouldn't bother me this year if they bring in Taysom Hill to do packages because you're not taking Drew Brees off the field if mm. they. They do a little, you know, some college programs have been very successful with that kind of setup where they got the scrappy runner type and they bring them in for packages to throw off the defense once in a while. That's fun. I don't mind that. As long as you're not, you know, you're not benching Patrick Mahomes to bring in Taysom Hill. That's fun. I just hope they give Taysom at least uh, half a season to see what he can do. We know what he can do. He's... He's a running quarterback who can occasionally pull off a nice throw. That's mm-hmm. who he is. He's fine. He's not a starting NFL caliber quarterback. Yeah, we'll he's see. A, I guess we'll see. Um, I he's mean, the 47th best quarterback in the world. 
What do you think is going to happen in New England? Is it Mac Jones? Is it Cam Newton? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I that's a fun one to watch too. I, I think. I mean, I think it, I think you you have Cam until Cam has a couple of really ugly games in a row, and you let the other kids sit and watch and study and learn and practice, and maybe Cam has a hell of a season. He's he's got it in him. He had he was an, he was an NFL MVP. He's old. He's over the hill. Not a lot of arm talent. That might left. be. Um, do you have uh, he's got leg talent do you have a prediction he's got hat talent he does have hat talent he does have hat talent (laughs) yeah the fashion talent is on point and Andy Dalton how long before Justin Fields takes his job one game I think you're right they 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 literally play him against the Rams so that uh, Justin Fields doesn't have to get smushed by the Rams defense (laughs) (laughs) And then they put in Justin Fields. Yeah. And maybe it's three games or six or something, but mm-hmm. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to guess one. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. Uh, Ryan ch- checking in on the comments again. Bold prediction. Taysom Hill is the 47th best QB in the league. How's that bold? It's disrespectful. <laughs> it's not bold. I'm just telling you what the truth is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did we cover everything? This is a big news day. So next time, what do we wear our shirts again? Do we? Uh, we're gonna have drops. We're gonna have a. Uh, we're gonna be more organized. It's gonna be awesome. I'm, I'm having excited. a. Hard, I'm having a hard time saying goodbye, man. I don't. I don't want this episode to ever end. Well, I'll see you next week. It's, it's. It's just a new chapter. It's not the end of the book. I guess you're right. I guess we'll see you next week on All Pro Lines. We'll see you next week on All Pro Lines. Tell your friends. Word of mouth is a a great way to spread the word. So uh, do that for us, would you? Football's cranking up. It's football news everywhere. The season's going to start. And where are we, like two and a half weeks out? Yeah, no, man. pretty close. Honestly, I'm very excited about All Pro Lines. I can't wait. And I can't wait for the season either. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a great season. Come join us and do the Pick'em League. We're raising some money for cancer research. Get active on the uh, social media platforms. We're writing jokes and tags together. And uh, we'll credit you here on uh, on All Pro Lines. It's all, one, it's all one smooth, delightful brand together at last. And if you're listening on the podcast, thanks for joining us live. But we're going to play some, uh, some old Quick Snap shows right now. So stick around and go down, go down memory lane and we'll have a good time. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you back next week. Oh, man. I almost can't believe it's true. The final episode of Quick Snaps, the podcast, in the books as we transition to all pro lines. But as promised, I'm going to throw in a couple old shows from the very early days. And we'll start with a show from August 19th of 2013. What the hell's going on out here? It's Quick Snaps. You want to crown them? They crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. With Kostaki Economopolis. I got some jokes, you know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place kicker for the Hartford Colonials? (laughs) I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. Hello, boys and girls, kids of all ages. We're back with Quick Snaps. Uh, Aaron Hodges over here. I'm Kostaki Economopolis. Let's do some jokes. Tom Brady looks amazing. Not his passing, his razor stubble. Already mid-season form. (laughs) 
You couldn't turn on ESPN last week without hearing about Brady. His knee got better coverage than the uh, Bucks secondary. Yeah, that the, Patri- the Patriots do have probably the handsomest tandem of quarterbacks that in the That really league. is an amazing one-two punch. Right? right. Tim Tebow looking good physically, but not on the field. Not a poster boy for the power of prayer lately. Ironically, he's being crucified in the media. Huh? <laughs> Someone needs to tell him the golden rule doesn't apply to opposing quarterbacks. Cornerbacks. Hmm, funnier if I get the words right. <laughs> That's been my finding. But also funny to hear you degrade yourself for missing it. (laughs) Hey, at least there's one guy on the Patriots who's not killing it. Am I right, everybody? (laughs) In the game, did you see the stat line? Do you know this? One for seven or something like that? One for seven for minus one yard. The one completion was for a loss and an interception and a quarterback rating of 0.0. 0.0. I was drunk in Vermont this weekend, and my quarterback rating was the same. No Christian has failed so publicly since Jimmy Swaggart. <laughs> Your blood alcohol level was higher than his quarterback yes, rating. Yes, by a lot. <laughs> Good news for the Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady really is already in midseason form. Bad news for the Jets. So is Mark Sanchez. Sanchez got booed in the Jets game. Wait, is this story from last year or next month? Or December. It doesn't look like my prediction of uh, Geno Smith starting in the third preseason game is going to come true. I don't think so. But I think that's only because he got hurt. It'll be, yeah, I think you're right, actually. I think it would have happened. I agree. Rex Ryan doesn't know what to do at quarterback. At one point, he brought in Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud comedy, everybody. What's not to love? Rex Ryan won't name the Jets' starting quarterback yet. It's the opposite when you write football jokes. Then all you ever say is Mark Sanchez. (laughs) The biggest chance for optimism in Jets camp this year is if someone legally changes his name to optimism. The NFL was going to test the Jets' offense for performance-enhancing drugs, but instead they just watched the game tape. Obviously nothing happening here. The league is going to start testing for HGH. That's human growth hormone, or as a lot of the league calls it, breakfast. (laughs) Look at the arrest records in this league, Aaron. It's not a group with a lot of human growth. They should be testing for character growth. Nope. Still none. They can't really test for evolution. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Posable thumbs. That's a good start. They really should test for HGH in all sports, except jockeys. Jockeys, you go the other way. Test for pituitary reduction hormone. See, because they're very diminutive. I don't know what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) The pituitary gland, it helps you grow when you're... Right. Ah, Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. They're very small. Yeah. The Bengals are number six in the power rankings. That sounds high to me. Not the Bengals, the guy doing the ranking. <laughs> very high. That is a Six. Six. They're the sixth the best league? team. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Dolphins have a new logo. It's a picture of a Dolphins fan watching a Patriots game. Yay. <laughs> it's nicknamed January. The Rams are considering a uniform change. They do need a uniform change. They need to change uniformly at quarterback, at running back, mm. at wide receiver, at linebacker. I think I can speak for Rams Nation when I say, you're changing the uniforms and keeping the quarterback? They'd be better off putting Sam Bradford on the helmet and having an actual Ram throw the ball. Who needs an opposable thumb when all you have to do is outplay Sam Bradford? It's hard to throw a spiral with a hoof. (laughs) He was a stud. He was supposed to be the man. The jury's still out. This is a little bit too harsh, I think. Well, no. But he's bottom 10 quarterbacks? Yeah, definitely. There's many people that have passed him by, but he was supposed to be basically what Andrew Luck is now. Right. Yeah, that's right. But he's not bottom five. There's five worse. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we agree with that. The Rams have been in blue and gold since the 40s, but maybe they'll go with something more suitable for the current team. What color says five and 11? That's about right. It's green. 
Yeah. <laughs> Eagles and Jets green. Yeah. Jacksonville teal. Uh, a streaker avoided a tackle uh, by a Lions player, made it all the way across the field at a preseason game against the Browns, making him Cleveland's most effective ball carrier. <laughs> Tackling a naked guy. It's the one time a linebacker doesn't want to get a sack. Uh, hey! Uh, What's with the naked running? I've never. Have you ever run naked ever? Yes, I have. What's the context of that? Um, I was playing a strip poker game in my apartment with uh, <laughs> my brother and two girls, two ladies, two ladies. <laughs> that was a good save. And we lost with my brother my, and two ladies. And they dared us to do it. Huh? So it was a quick lap. All right. And it was nighttime. Okay. Would never do it at a sporting event. I guess I have a like a skinny dipping running to the close moment here and there. Yeah, everybody's right, got skinny that. dipping at least once. Yeah, I guess you're right. But the the sporting event, would you? No, I would not do that. And you got guns. I, I've seen them for the first time today. I've got guns. Your I just arms, wore a tight shirt. Your arms are really impressive. <laughs> Thank you, you, You've sir. been hiding them. Thank you for whipping them up. <laughs> Usually, I think if you're running naked, you're either escaping an angry husband or a hallucination. By the way, that was a Detroit-Cleveland game. The loser of that game should have to spend a week in the other city. <laughs> that should be the punishment. And here's something you don't get to hear often. The Browns are undefeated. you mm-hmm. got to say that when you can. The Browns are undefeated. How about that? The NFL is now using GPS tracking devices during some practices uh, and games to monitor performance, like speed. They need to use these off the field. Hey, he's approaching the strip club. He's in the club. He's already in the champagne room. Jimmy, get down there. I bet you Jerry Jones has one on Des Bryant already. (laughs) He should do. That kid, man, just get your head straight. You're going to be a monster. He's going to be a stud this year, I think. He really breaks out. Yeah. He already is maybe the, you know top five best receivers all right let's see here the bills have been using these gps devices for the past year already well if that's not proof that they're useful look at these mighty bills <laughs> ej Manuel missed the rest of the preseason with a knee issue usually bills fans have to wait until week six to give up on their team now they can get a head start <laughs> backup quarterback bj daniels threw a late touchdown pass to give the 49ers a victory over kansas city very exciting aaron just like high school a bunch of guys celebrating a bj yeah! A BJ and a score, that's a good weekend. Now, here's my complaint about the preseason. Do we not, do we, you, you don't try to win. That's no, a, you don't. You that's don't. a weird competition. It, it certainly is. It's like you're just getting reps in to try to practice different situations. Right. It's like I'm playing my kid and sorry. Like, we just need to get a lesson in here about <laughs> sportsmanship. We're not trying to win. Yeah, like sometimes hungry, hungry hippo, it's not that important to come out on top. That's true. You just got to have fun. You got to learn to follow the rules right. and accept losing. And yeah, you yeah. go through emotions. Right. Yeah. And, and so also preseason is really a game, is really a game, a way to winnow the rosters. And they want better ratings. So we should bring in some tiki torches and kick these guys off the island, have like a ceremony when they're cut. Interesting. Or bring in Donald Trump. Hey, cornerback we never heard of from Boston College, you're fired. <laughs> he would love that. He would love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so those are the jokes this week. You got a clip for us? There was a funny, uh, funny play-by-play moment. I, th- I believe this was the Jets and the Jaguars, but I was passively watching, as most people would, yes. when those two teams Hence get together. Pre- it's also preseason. And it made me giggle like a uh, 13-year-old boy. So here it is. Williams, power running. Not a whole lot there. Maybe a bit of a half a yard before Fletcher Cox makes the tackle. Fletcher Cox makes the tackle. Fletcher Cox makes the tackle. <laughs> so I had my wife in one ear, and uh, then I heard that. And I was like, that'd be funny for quick snaps. Let me hit pause. <laughs> in case we didn't do any dick jokes during the jokes, right. <laughs> which we usually we do. We want to make sure we meet that quote. <laughs> So you're welcome. Very boyish. All right. And you got another clip, too, of of someone else. 
someone else very interesting and exciting to listen to? Is it you, Aaron Hodges? Oh, it is me. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know where you were going with this because <laughs> I thought you thought you were talking about something. I else. haven't heard this yet. Um, this is our getting to know you segment. <laughs> And get to know me, Kostaki. <laughs> get to know me. Let's hear it. Come on. Let's I have some stand-up. recently did some stand-up comedy for the second time in my life. In your life? In my life. That's astounding. It was... I felt so much better than the first time. Oh, that's interesting. So much better. Because usually... Yeah, that goes either of two ways. Usually you don't do well both times or badly both times. Usually you kill the first time and then you're like, well, this is easy. And then you fall <laughs> off a cliff on the second time. No, it went the exact opposite. Right, or the, yeah. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't atrocious my first time, but I was like leaps and bounds the second time around. Okay. Only because I actually had some confidence this time. Right. Okay. And well, that's fast. Good for you. Thank you, <laughs> I guess. So I wanted to play for you. I wasn't confident until year seven. Really? (laughs) I I mean, I'm still going to stink. Don't look at me. This is not me being cocky. Let's get to it. This is my Riley Cooper material from the other night. Very (laughs) soft. Riley Cooper? Riley Cooper, right? You've got to be a special type of asshole to be the most hated guy on a team that still has Michael Vick, right? We all know what happened with this dude. He's like at a Kenny Chesney concert and... I'm not going to have a Michael Kramer, uh, Kramer moment here, but I, I just to quote him. He was at the Kenny Chesney concert, and he said, Black people are scary! It's not, it's not a direct quote. It's not a direct quote. But he basically said that he would fight every N-word over the fence, right? At a Kenny Chesney concert, right? So at first you're like, damn, that guy's bold, right? He's got some balls. At a Kenny Chesney concert, though. <laughs> That's basically the tailgating party for a complex split rally, right? He's safe. He's safe. And that one, there's probably one black guy there, so it's probably, at best, it's a one on one fight. And that one black guy's probably Hootie. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Hilarious. Thanks, right. man. Absolutely. So what's next? We're doing uh, predictions? Yes, sir. So I thought we could just talk about our own teams. You All love right. the Falcons, so you have the floor. And you're a Giants fan. Can yes. I talk about your team, too? Go for We're it. We're doing both these teams. I think the Falcons really have it all together. I really do. I think this might be the year. They got Gonzalez back. They got Steven Jackson. They got OCU Manura. Big pickup. They got some stud uh, cornerbacks that they drafted who might not be ready right away, but they feel to me like they're going to be the real deal. I'm going to say Falcons are 12-4. and four. And, Solid. and then once they get in the playoffs, it's a crazy coin flip. They could win it all or they could lose the first game. I really think that's the kind of team they are. So what do you think about the Falcons? I think you're right. They are sort of right. I mean, Gonzalez wouldn't come back. He would have retired if he thought that they were going to just basically right. stay stagnant. Yeah. So he's back, and obviously Ryan's really great right now. Matt Top Ryan. 10 quarterback, maybe Absolutely. seventh best, All the confidence best. in the world, great weapons with Roddy White and Julio Jones. Probably the best wide receiver tandem in the in the whole country. It's definitely arguable. Yep. Um, Gonzalez is a nice safety net, and then you got Stephen Jackson, who they brought in. Yep. Who's an upgrade from Michael Turner? I would say. I think so, and a pass catchy guy, so that that maybe fits a little better. Yeah, Turner wasn't big out of the backfield catching balls. No. And Jaquiz Rogers still there. Yep. Who's also pretty good. Yep. 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 And the defense, yeah, like you said, I, they're good. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if they make it to the Super Bowl. Yep. 
I wouldn't be surprised at all. Here in New York City. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Outdoors. That's no good for Matt Ryan, but we'll uh, <laughs> cross that bridge when we come to it. But you'll just enjoy it then being I, there. It doesn't matter course. the climate. I will find a way to go to that game. If my if my team makes it to here, yeah. uh, a Super Bowl that's the home field of where I am, it's, I got to go to that. It's in New Jersey, by the way. Yeah, not, okay. not New York. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why they're having it here but the Giants <laughs> so the people can party in Jersey that's not why it's here okay okay so now this is going to be a New York New Jersey personal. thing it's going to be yeah. personal oh, is that where we're taking I this feel like I isn't your fiance from New uh, Jersey she is actually <laughs> I think she'll be on my side pal probably so <laughs> <laughs> but the Giants I don't know what to expect I watched them uh, yesterday struggle against the Colts yeah, they look terrible, right? Really bad. Right. And, and some injuries. Injuries. Who knows how the extent of Victor Cruz. <laughs> right. They got their center went down, which looked awful. Looked like a knee injury. But if Cruz and Knicks, uh, is it Knicks or Hicks? One Knicks. of those guys. Hakeem Knicks. One of those guys. Those two guys could be, uh, they're, they're in the conversation for best wide receiver tandem in the country. No, I disagree, and only because Nick's is never healthy. Really? Yeah, he's always hurt, and mm. he's basically in the last year of his contract this year, and he's playing for contract. Well, that's good. But he's got to get healthy. He still doesn't look right. What if he's healthy? Is he in the, is he in the conversation? He's though? in the conversation. All right. Yeah. But he needs the speed, and he doesn't have it right now. The Giants are probably going to be 8-8. Eight and eight, Oh, really? Maybe 10-6. and six. That was The number I was thinking was 10-6. and 10-6, and six, maybe. Maybe 11-5, and five even. All but of the teams in there, they're all weird, right? You got the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Cowboys all could beat anybody on any given day, but usually can't. Right, right? exactly. Which yeah. is exactly who the Giants are. Exactly. That whole group is the same kind of team. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's going to be a weird year for them, I think. And David Wilson is going to be a great running back. But how much are they going to involve him? I don't. I don't know. It depends on Eli. Is he going to be as clutch as he's he's been in the past? Is David Wilson going to be the superstar that everybody thinks he is? They have a lot of questions. Where the Falcons have it all figured out, they know who they are. The Giants are still figuring it out. So I I don't know what the year is going to be, but I think it's going to be up and down. But when the Giants put it together, they are amazing. Right. 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 But Their always, ceiling it, is so high. But it always seems like a fluke when they do it. Hmm. Or like they just got on a streak at the right time. I have a little bit of the opposite. I feel like when they look bad, I'm like, well, that's a weird thing that happened. Although they did it a lot of times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of times in a row. <laughs> All right, so we're we're agreeing on a nine and seven kind of thing for them. Yeah, I think so. We can One settle on nine and seven. Okay, and do they make the playoffs because they're playing against the most mediocre group of? Uh... Tough to say, man. Let's see, I think. I think they do. Because I'm a fan, I say the Giants make the playoffs. Okay. Just and, barely by the skin of their teeth. And then who knows? Okay. So, uh, Giants-Falcons NFC Championship game? Oh, I'd love that. Let's root for that. I'd love that. What if the Giants, if they play at home, the Giants play at home and then they have the Super Bowl two weeks after that because they're going to beat the Falcons. They're going to need a better record than 9-7 <laughs> to play at home. I'm not a mathematician. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> But what if? A girl can dream. <laughs> All right, so Falcons, Giants, maybe not. But then we'll root for that. That's what we're rooting for this year. I guess that's it, kids. Big thanks uh, to Southern Sun Vodka. We're happy to have you guys on board. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. And by see, I mean you'll hear. Okay, bye. What? It was the quick snap. I think that's it.
Moving along to late in the season, 2013. This one is November 11th, 2013. As we go back into the vaults of Quick Snaps. Can't wait. Oh, it's good to be back, Aaron Hodges. I'm Kostaki Economopoulos, and we are back to wrap up week 10 with Quick Snaps. Oh, I missed my cue. My bad. <laughs> I missed not doing that, and somehow I backed into it. Uh, happy to be back, man. Did you have a good week? You're, you're good? Excellent week, yeah. It was uh, very good times. I got new kittens. You got new kittens? And I bring that up because it's somewhat relevant to the show. Because, because it's the least football thing you could think of saying? But they were named Amani and Pax. So we were thinking about changing their names, but instead of uh, changing their names completely, we just decided we'd add a letter to the one, and so we have Amani and Plax. Oh, <laughs> is, is Amani a football reference? Amani Toomer. Yeah, but it is prior a football reference from the prior I don't owners? know. I oh, don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> so now they're throwback Giants names <laughs> yes. for newborn kittens? <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. That's the scoop here on Quick Snaps. I like it. That's a good start. All right. You surprised <laughs> me with that. I enjoyed it. Uh, I had a good week. I brought the kiddo in here. We might get a little hello from her later. It's such a cute little girl over there. An unofficial bring, da- bring your daughter to work day. <laughs> it's Veterans Day. She had no school, and I had work to do, so here we are. <laughs> She's awesome. We had a good ride down here on the train. Uh, a lot of injury news, as usual, in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is out. Seneca Wallace got hurt. Scott Tolzien? Tolzien? Uh, who? Exactly. He's the th- he's the third stringer. He's now the quarterback for the Packers. Even he never heard of him. <laughs> Seneca Wallace era lasted about two minutes. New Coke had a longer era. <laughs> New Coke comedy. You don't get that often. They have so many injuries, they should change their name to the Ice Packers, huh? <laughs> they called Tim Tebow to ask if uh, he knew any quarterbacks. Tim Tebow, back in the news. Praise yeah. Jesus. Yes. Oh, it's good news for a football joke writer. Tim Tebow hired a broadcast agent. Broadcasting, shouldn't he avoid things that go through the air? <laughs> like prayers? Yeah, like anything, any kind of throwing, <laughs> any of those things. I got four words for you, Mr. Broadcaster. Dancing with the stars. That's Ooh. that's the perfect place Ooh. for him. He would crush that. That's two Dancing in the Stars references in a row here. <laughs> We talked about it last episode. He's a handsome man. He's, he's got sure nice to be feet. on it. He's sure to be on it. Why right. wouldn't he be on yeah. it? I can't believe he hasn't been on it yet. It's going to happen. All right. Uh, God does answer prayers. Uh, unfortunately, he seems to be answering the people praying that Tebow doesn't end up on their team. That seems to be. <laughs> that's where he went. It, Tim, you can be a broadcaster anytime. You're, pl- you're a football player. Play football. The NFL isn't the only place for that, right? He should go whatever, like take the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to the underwhelming ball. Ride them the glory. <laughs> right? Rough Riders. It'd be funny to have a virgin lead a team that sounds like a condom. Huh? <laughs> Quarterbacks are dropping like flies out there, and Tim Tebow can't get a call. He must be thinking, what have I got to do to get a quarterback job? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Think how often he and Vince Young have gone to make sure their phones are working. <laughs> can you see them at like a Sprint or AT&T? <laughs> Is there any way it's possible that my phone can receive a call from my mother, but not from an NFL team? Is there any chance that's what's happening? By the way, if you uh, if you only have repressed and awkward gay sex, does that st- are you still a virgin? Uh, I don't. Just, I don't know. I'm just asking I, I theoretically. Asking for a friend. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> the name Tebow has uh, Native American roots. It means Manti Teo. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm going with this joke. I'm saying we might. Maybe there's something more to this story. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 
Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're implying that perhaps Tim Tebow and Manti Teo are gentleman lovers? No, no, no. I'm saying maybe there's some uh, sort of odd repressed gayness happening here. It explains With the, the two vir- of them. It explains the virginity and the some of the other things around this character. I think it's more likely to be the case with Manti Teo than well, it is with Tebow. Teo is almost a foregone conclusion. He's gay. Come on. He's the he's a good-looking kid. Yeah. He was number 2 in the Heisman voting. All but, obvious signs that point to gay. No, I'm saying he's at he's at Notre Dame <laughs> and he has a girlfriend he's never met for a year. That thing is bizarre. He could sleep with anybody on that campus. I'm just saying that's gay. That's something gay about that. That was one of the weirdest stories in the world when okay. it was happening. It still is. And Tim Tebow, too. And if he were gay, he would have a hard time admitting that to himself, given his background. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just saying. It's yes. possible. Okay. We're a little off on a rant here. That's all right. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird rant with my daughter in the room. Yes. <laughs> Don Shula, off to the other crazy story, uh, said, incognito, that signing backfired. Backfire. That sounds like a hazing ritual to me. <laughs> it's the backfire I put on that kid. They sound like a comedy duo. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin and Incognito. <laughs> right? A little bit. Or a sports radio talk show, right? A soft-spoken guy and a screaming lunatic. That would be a good pairing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mornings with Jonathan and Richie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're wild and crazy guys. <laughs> Some of those texts are just, oh, I can't even read them. They're so awful. It kind of makes me miss the Brett Favre text. Just regular old-fashioned salaciousness, you know, instead of bullying and awfulness. Martin's biracial and has an Ivy League degree. That sounds like a president I can think of, mm-hmm. right? At one point, Incognito was hassling Martin and insisted on seeing his birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a weird joke for you. This one uh, I thought of you because it's just such an odd writing. Uh, Baltimore running back Ray Rice is having a tough time. This is such a fantasy nerd point of view. He has fewer yards per carry than a door-to-door anvil salesman. <laughs> it's very few yards. <laughs> Per carry. It's like, I got to put this down. (laughs) Probably the big news from a joke writer's point of view the Jaguars won. That was really odd. You're stuck on Anvil Salesman? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) The Jaguars won. In related news, uh, Republican uh, praised Obamacare. So the world is completely out of whack, my friend. (sighs) Haley's Comet came by. Jaguars win is a real David and Goliath story. Well, no. Uh, they were playing Tennessee. So it's more of a David versus a slightly less puny David. Mm-hmm. David. Jaguars and the Giants won. Not only that, the Falcons. Okay, next story. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the Falcons? They got crushed again. Man, I, I, I want to see a complete Falcons game because I haven't really seen them play a whole game yet this year. They're not good. I don't think I want to. They're but so hurt. They're just for the, for the sake of the show. It's the thing when they're when you're again when you suck. It's okay to suck, but when you're supposed to be good, then you suck. It's really painful. I thought the Falcons were going to be Super Bowl contender. Time to eat some crow. Well, close. I'm going to put a fork in the Falcon. <laughs> it's close to eating crow. <laughs> Titans quarterback Jake Locker. He's hurt again. Was he, he wants me to do a hurt Locker joke. He's he's just uh, he wants me to do. I'm not doing it. It's right there. I'm sure it's been in headlines everywhere, right? It looks like Locker has a Liz Frank injury. I've read a lot about this injury. In fact, I read the whole Liz Frank diary. (laughs) (laughs) If I understand it correctly, he has to be very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite joke of the week. Uh, Peyton Manning have an MRI today. 
Uh, for those of you listening right away, we don't know the answer. What's gonna, the awkward silence you hear is the state of Colorado holding its breath, or they're just holding in the pot smoke. Maybe that. Who's their backup? Do we know? There was Brock Osweiler last time I knew, but I don't know if that's still true. Brock Osweiler. That's a great name, right? That's like a 1950s middle linebacker. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you see him in those old like 50s poses. Right, right? next to Dick Buckus. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to air- usher in the Brock Osweiler era if you can avoid it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Broncos fans. Uh, a Bears fan, John Grant, bet his wife, a Packers fan, that whoever's team won could use a stun gun on the other. Oh, I saw this. Did, okay. <laughs> if it's not going to ruin the, the joke. No, please. Did they... Um did he tase her right there in the stadium? I didn't see the outcome. Did it? Ha- I, no, I can't imagine they bring a taser into the stadium. Because I read that he got arrested Although, for, for tasing her. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, it must have been later, though, right? I must have been. We should look this up. Anyway. That's great. <laughs> I didn't know there were legs to this story. I thought it was just a crazy thing a guy said. Oh. Let me look it up. You going to look it up? All right. Are we going to put this on pause? Not bad. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Do the jokes. Go on with your jokes, monkey boy. While you're reading. Uh, whoever's team won uses a stun gun on the other. You know, to show them what it's like to be a Vikings fan. Huh? <laughs> Vikings fans got mad when the coach called a pair of timeouts at the end of the game. I'm angry, too. Who wants a Vikings game to go longer? <laughs> and the closer... Pay attention to the closer, then we'll do some research. A Vikings wide receiver was arrested on suspicion of DWI. The charge hit him right between the numbers and was dropped. <laughs> Jerome Simpson. I'm proud of that one. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. Jerome Simpson. All right, give me the facts. What do you got? Uh, after the Bears pulled out the closely fought battle, John Grant claimed his prize of sending a few thousand volts through his beloved, his wife. <laughs> claimed his prize. Police responded to a local bowling alley because where else would someone taser their spouse for fun and arrested the man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, this story's sad. I thought it was just like a guy screwing around. The wife said that while the two were smoking cigarettes outside of Sidelines, which I guess is the name of the bowling alley, which mm-hmm. is definitely going to receive the quick snaps bump after being mentioned here, <laughs> Grant had used the stun gun <laughs> twice on that her butt. all over America. When we <laughs> reference something, Boom. I, I mean, Southern Sun Vodka is still selling like <laughs> Southern Sun Vodka. Like hotcakes. <laughs> used the, he used the stun gun twice on her butt and once on her thigh. Grant said that once the two had made the bet on the game, she's a Packers fan, he's a Bears fan, that if the Packers lost, she would be shocked with the stun gun. But she, then she tried to welch on the bet? I'm, I'm taking his side of this story. Yeah, you make a bet as a bet. You get you get zapped and you like it. You don't call the cops after. Exactly. If that means he has to do it in public at <laughs> sidelines, the bowling alley, then that's what they do. She called the cops. That's. I guess they didn't agree exactly on it. Something's weird. Yeah. Well, maybe you know there's stipulations. Story sad. A lot of good comedy going on in the world. Uh, I am headed to Michigan. Uh, November 22nd and 23rd. I'm doing Traverse City and Bay City. Come see me out there. And for the rest of you mooks all over America, check me out on Kostaki.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Funny Kostaki, or at Aaron Hodges for Over There. Over There. Over There. You got a clip that I haven't heard, right? We do that once in a while. You surprise me with a clip. Michael Irvin. 
was having a little bit of fun on the NFL Network. I, I can't tell if this is a giggle fit or if he's drunk, but it's, it's really bizarre behavior. All right. So you be the judge. This division is so bad you just don't know. But right now, the Cowboys are still in first place. Let's just state all facts since we're laying facts on the table. I right. got to see it. I'm because of the head-to-head -head win against the Eagles. Yeah, but it's yeah. all hate the Cowboys. I just got to see it. All right. Even coming. We don't hate, we don't hate anything or anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys still in first place. All right, I'm then. sorry. All right, we're the team that's in sole possession of the NFC South. Get yourself together. <laughs> so that's, that's just the beginning. I like that. There's a little bit more here. <laughs> You okay down there? What happened? I'll, I'll forget it. I'm done with you. I'm done, I'm done with you. I'm not going to even ask you anything the rest of the night. You can just, we'll see you during Game Day Express. You can have your highlights, and that's about it, okay? I'll wait. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. You want me to <laughs> just, just play that last part again. <laughs> okay, listen. Uh. Ooh, okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. You want me to listen? He does sound drunk or high, maybe. High is maybe even more likely. Because of the cocaine, right? Yeah, well, he had a lot of different choices. He's had a full <laughs> life of things. I guess, it, I guess it's fun to have achieved at the highest possible level and then to watch your team kind of flounder around, it's kind of you kind of feel like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah, you're above the fray. They miss me. They absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, the cowboy. Hey, 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 hey. Listen. He hey. was making kind of a funny hey. point that they are like close to being at the top of the ladder. Oh, you think that's what it was? Just well, it's so ridiculous it's to say that they're still in first place. The NFC least is that the joke? Yes. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey. Ooh, okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. You want me to <laughs> and who's interviewing him? That's the guy from Best Damn Sports Show, right? I think so, yeah. I, I like yeah, that guy. I don't remember his name, I forget though. his name, but he's a good broadcaster. I like that guy. We got some emails. Excellent. Uh, from last week's show, we were wondering uh, who the hell listens to us. Oh. How old they are and uh, whether or not they still use the word tool yes. to insult someone. I so. almost forgot this. Okay, yes. good. So Tim I, he wrote, uh, to answer your question, 43, white male here. And I don't really know what a tool means. What? Yes. Now, that's not the email I expected at all. I thought that was the wheelhouse of people who said that. Uh, Dude, you're a tool. I, yeah, I think it's a case where if you don't know who the weak link at the poker table is, yeah. you're it. You're it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Tim's probably a tool. Okay. <laughs> nice. Let's not <laughs> aggravate our listeners. <laughs> All seven of them. One last thing was hoping you could make a bold prediction that my fantasy team, off in the shower... Will not win a game the uh, rest of the season. Since most of your bold predictions are wrong, it might actually help me. <laughs> if you really want to know why I named my team off in the shower. We get it. We get it. <laughs> I have a guess. Is it so no one can beat you? It's because I wanted to see who would really want to beat me off in the shower. <laughs> Love the show. Keep it up. <laughs> so, uh, Kostaki, if you will, would you like to make a bold prediction? Uh, is it the team name's off in the shower? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I predict that off in the shower, <laughs> we'll go. Uh, we'll run the table and lose every game from here on out. Ooh, there you go, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll guarantee victory. We have had a terrible record on this show. Absolutely. To be fair, though, they are bold predictions. Exactly. We're taking lawn shots because we're men.
Just wait till the Super Bowl prop bets come out. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> uh, Jim R. He says, love the show. 45 years old. Still use Tool occasionally, but douchebag or douchetard is my favorite. Go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to get a little team, team raw in there. Well done. We've got a couple more. Breaking the Chains says, I love the show. Huge Lions fan? Question mark. Oh. Maybe he's a... He's responding to your he's uh, hanging in there. proclamation that you root for the Lions. I do root for the Lions. I or like he's Lions. not sure if he's a Lions fan. No, I like the Lions for three reasons. Three. Uh, oh, four, maybe. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson are on my fantasy team. Stafford went to University of Georgia. That's my school. So uh-huh. I met Stafford and hung with him a little bit. I told him a couple of the Lions jokes I was doing about them at the time. He laughed. He's a good dude. And uh, I love Calvin Johnson. Megatronomopolis is my fantasy team name. And they're underdogs, which I like underdogs. And they're from a city that's kind of an underdog right now, too. Right. They that, can use a boost. Yeah, right. And I like their colors. <laughs> and I like that they're kind of a wide-open offense. Right. That's always fun. I think I've gone way north of four. Anyway, I like the Lions. I'm rooting for them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he goes out. He says, 24 years old, I call Tom Brady a tool. He's a 25th QB at best. That's why I hate him. Ooh. Matt Castle. Was in Belichick's or Belichick's system, and he put up Brady numbers. Case point and rest. <laughs> no debate. So we'll move on. What? He's not in the top twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Shh. Come on, he's top five easy. Case point and rest. <laughs> I'm rusted. Tammy T. Finally. She says, "I'm a forty-year-old female from the Midwest. I live in the land of purple, purple pride." But being a native of the great state of cheese, I solely support the green and gold. Yes, I do use the term tool when referring to some choice people. My boss comes to mind. He's a real tool. <laughs> well, I'm glad we at least broke out of the demo mold and got a chick in there. We do have a chick. It's mostly white guys in their late 30s, early 40s. According to these uh, four emails that I plucked out of the massive pile okay, so at quick, quicksnapshow at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Keep keep sending them. We want to know who you guys are. I like this demographic uh, testing to figure out what's going on. Otherwise, we're a bunch of white guys. So that's all right. We'll take it. Um, what else are we doing? You got a prediction for me? Let's do bold predictions. Since right. we didn't have any last week, we had that special we had the piece. Big, we had the biggest bold prediction, which has already started to go south. Because Aaron Rodgers has a little gimpy. The playoff prediction, yeah. That's not really our fault. Right. And yeah. then and then the Panthers are looking good. They might kind of throw things off over there. Are they looking good, or did they look less bad than the 49ers? They beat five teams in a row, including the 49ers, who are arguably top five team. Yeah, true. All right. That's a good team. They got a lot of weapons, I guess. But I think they've morphed into a good team somehow while we weren't looking. <laughs> well. While I was busy crying over the Falcons, the the other shit team in the division is suddenly good. Yeah, see, that Giants blowout wasn't that bad. Oh, it makes sense now? Carolina's a great <laughs> They're team. They're a great team? Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Everybody has an off game. Hey, my bold prediction is Giants is Giants oriented. You've been predicting the Giants would win all season long. <laughs> and so most of the time you were wrong. Right. But you, you were right lately. That's good. I say Giants beat the Packers because the Giants are coming around at a time they're not terrible in the way they used to be, and the Packers just got more terrible. They did. Scott Tolzien. Who? At the helm. Tolzien. Who? 
He apparently was the quarterback for Wisconsin, so he's the people in the region know him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's a hometown Maybe boy. Maybe our, our one chick listener knows. <laughs> we love that. We love to hear some women listen to the podcast. That's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, so I think the Giants win that game, and I'm going to say, to make it bold, I'm going to say they win it handily. Handily. By two. <laughs> <laughs> Not going for that 17-point barometer again? I, this is our rookie season, too, everybody, so we're learning. That's true. We definitely learned not to make predictions that involve 17-point spreads. Right. <laughs> okay. And yours? My bold prediction, the Vikings are playing the Seahawks. Both teams like to run the ball. One team has bad quarterback play. The other one has good quarterback play. But I'm going to say that mm-hmm. neither team eclipses 200 yards passing. So total, I'm going to say it's <laughs> under. Uh, to make it bold, I'll go to 350 yards passing between total. both teams. Because oh. they are going to run the ball and then run it some more. Oh, I like this one. All right, this one's easy to measure to see if we're right. Yeah, you just got to look up stats. Okay, and Giants by two. <laughs> Giants by two. They went handily. By, by two. two. By two. By two. <laughs> I think that's it. We're out this week, right? We're good? Yeah, man. Uh, I will call you from Spain, or we're going to skip one, or we're going to figure this out. You and I are going to talk. You're going to Spain. I'm going to Spain. That's cool. So maybe no show next week? We don't hear this often, the guy going to Spain. I've never been to Spain. Doing shows or vacation? Uh, In between. My fiance has a gig. Her book was translated into Spanish. Wow. And they hired her to come over and teach a class. That is super cool. How cool is that? Very cool. Krista Miola wrote the book on boudoir photography, and you can pick it up on Amazon. Excellent. There's another little plug for you. Plug, plug, plug. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week-ish. And finally, we jump a year to August 18th, 2014. Something about these preseason episodes. I don't know why. I was just stumbling through the old files, and I just picked some random ones. And uh, for some reason, August episodes jumped out at me. And I said, oh, okay. And listening to some of the old names and stories and jokes and preseason form, it just felt right, especially right now, since we're still in August now. And looking forward to the 2021 NFL season. It's just interesting to listen to how far we've come and some of the the stories that were being discussed and joked about during that time. So I I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we have doing the show and look forward to having everybody join us at All Pro Lines. Uh, AllProLines.com is the quick and easy website for most of the, the links and socials and you want to get involved in the Pick'em League and basically everything that's going on beyond the podcast with all pro lines. So please check that out, pay us a visit and say hello on social media and uh, come join us at the Patreon, patreon.com slash all pro lines. We're kicking up a lot of uh, bonus content over there and we're going to have a good time doing it. So enjoy this final early show from the Quick Snaps Vaults and we'll see you on the other side, all pro lines. What the hell's going on out here?
Yeah, it's quick snaps. You want to crown them? They crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. With Kostaki Economopoulos. I got some jokes, you know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place kicker for the Hartford Colonials? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. That is a well-produced open, my friend. Just hearing it energizes me for the season. Football's back. How are you, buddy? We're here, man. We're here. We made it. We are back. I am Kostaki Economopoulos. That is Aaron Hodges. And Quick Snaps is back for season number two. That's right, man. Really excited. Get we're not rookies. Going. We're, we're veterans. Are we going to hit the sophomore slump? Yeah. <laughs> Let's haze some rookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. You're starting a podcast? <laughs> We have a lot to cover today. Let's get to it all. Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers look sharp. Eli Manning went one for seven (laughs) for six yards. And Tony Romo looked great and then had an ugly fumble. Everyone's in midseason form. (laughs) Everyone's about where we thought they would be. What happened to Eli Manning? He stinks. What? He looks so bad, he moved above his brother Cooper on the list of Mannings I feel bad for. It's not good. His his dad Archie asked him to change his last name to Schaub. <laughs> one one out of seven is a bad average for lottery tickets, Aaron. That is <laughs> actually I would I would take those odds though. They need to call in a special coach for Eli. It's a head thing, right? They need to get Mister Miyagi or Bagger Vance on the job. <laughs> one of these kind of characters. What are you saying? He's a head case. I'm saying he has the skills. He won two Super Bowls. What's he doing now? He's yeah. not too old. He had a tremendous defense when he won the Super Bowls, and. Uh, very tall receivers. Well, okay. He doesn't have tall receivers. Theoretically get those two things again, right? <laughs> you could, yeah. The Giants have a young stud, Washington. Yeah, I've heard some stuff Very about him. Very tall guy who's catching a lot of balls. All right. Might be him. But he's got he he's to get his shit together, man. It's got to be a head thing, though, right? Got to be. I, you know, like, I have that sometimes. You go through, I actually had it this weekend where I was sort of in this sort of malaise about my craft where I wasn't really into it. Come on. I, relatively speaking, yeah, it was way down from where I am sometimes. And I suppose that happens for everybody, right? So that's what's happening. You have the Eli slump? <laughs> God, I hope it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, look at it this way. You've probably won a few Super Bowls in your career. <laughs> I appreciate right? that. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> Depends how you define these things. Um, but yeah, I've had a good run. But yeah, everyone's up and down with whatever it is they do in life. And relationships are hard sometimes. And you know, you just don't feel like going to work some days, right? It can't get worse than 0-6, Kostaki. Oh, the next bad. show you do is going to be good. <laughs> You're going to go on a run and maybe make the playoffs. Okay. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about Eli. <laughs> Don't worry about Eli. I'll be he's, all right. like, he's got a pretty good rap career if this yeah. NFL thing doesn't You're work out. You're saying I should worry about me. Thanks. Yeah. This went a completely different direction. Well, <laughs> I think go to the, the Giants training camp, though. Yes. Let's hear about that. I want to hear about that. Yes, you sent me a picture, which is awesome. And he did not. Eli did not look sharp in practice. Oh. He made a couple good throws, but other than that, he oh. looked disinterested and stinky. Very maybe stinky. he's maybe he's got the two rings and he's a family man now and yeah. He's got a daughter named Ava. Maybe he's just kind of he's in that groove and he doesn't want to come back to the whole headache of it all. That daughter named Ava groove? <laughs> You're trying to make these parallels with Eli. I have like, a daughter crazy. named Ava. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um I I don't know. It's weird. He'll be okay though. He's coming out of it. You don't think so. You think he's done? His best years are behind him, for sure. 
Giants should be looking to uh, get a new quarterback for the future. But his older brother is having the best years of his life right now, so he's not too old. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with being old. Yeah, okay. All right, tell me about training camp. Have you ever gone? I went to a thing that the Colts were doing. I don't think it was training camp as much as it was just like a practice situation. Well, that's yeah, that's what it was. But it, it was very cool just to show up and watch them go through the drills and yeah, go through the motions of plays and how an NFL practice actually goes down. Right, and right. And then Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker, <laughs> and Jeff Fiegels were signing autographs. I love it. So I Jeff waited Fiegels. in line, and I said to Stephen, I said, touchdown maker. <laughs> And he like was all embarrassed. I said, I really enjoyed watching you play. You too, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is the opening act in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Right. You were so funny. You hey Jeff, hang in there. <laughs> what Fiegel's played for like twenty years or something, right? Long time, yeah. Punters uh, have long careers. I felt like I saw his name on that jersey for a hundred years. It felt like every season Fiegel's was floating around somewhere. He was there. Was he? He was a giant for most of the time, and then he was also an eagle. I think he was an eagle for a long time. Yeah, huh? Only for a few years with the Giants. All right. But overall, very cool to, to see a practice and just hang out and watch the team do their thing. That's awesome. Do you have to buy tickets to that? No, nah, completely go? free. And where is it? Uh, right, they have a, the Giants have a facility right next to their stadium, so they just practice there. And it's like the first thousand people that show up get in for free. Everything's free. You just get in and watch practice. And is it every day, or is it some days? There's certain practices that are public. Yeah, there's certain practices that are public. Exactly. Okay. So All right. we we mapped it out. We were on vacation, so we said one of these days we're going to go to Giants practice. That's cool. And we did. So that's a cool, cool thing to do with yeah. your team. That's nice, man. I'm getting some some shit about the Falcons already <laughs> on face on Facebook. Uh, somebody said Atlanta has more Ebola patients than Super Bowl rings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that old dig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice that the world keeps churning to give people a new angle to give each other our time. Right, right, right. Thank God for Ebola. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here. Oh, you're going to play a clip for me. Yeah, uh, I saw a story that uh, Chip Kelly <laughs> said that if any teams would call about trading for Mark Sanchez, that he would take their call. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. That's probably because he's too embarrassed to actually make the phone call himself. So I thought this is what a phone call from Chip Kelly would sound like. It might go something like this. Oh yeah, hello, Tom Coughlin here. Tommy boy. It's your buddy Chip. What's going on? Well, Chip, I'm very excited for the upcoming season, even though I think Eli is going to struggle a lot in this offense, if I can be quite frank with you. Well, that's actually the reason I'm calling, Tom. I was wondering if you had any interest in Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Hello? Tom? <laughs> the number you have called is no longer in service. <laughs> I just realized you did both voices. I know. I That's know. even funnier. I hastily put it together. I didn't even bother to change the voice that much. But it's nice. You had you you had one like flat, like stern old man version, right, right. and one excitable young guy version. Hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I love that you put that together. <laughs> all right, let's dive in back into some jokes here. It's football season again. We're all excited. There's a rumor Jim Kelly. Might team up with John Bon Jovi now to buy the Bills. Ooh. Right? That's a very 80s yeah. collection 
Who else is involved? Max Headroom and Alf? <laughs> Are the California Raisins in this little cabal as well? <laughs> Magnum P.I.? Are they all wearing leg warmers with Rubik's Cubes? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> ah, the 80s. The 80s. Am I right? I, by the way, I looked it up just for those of you who are kind of wincing and wondering if the Bills were the 80s, because I had that. Did you have that? Uh, they were late 80s. They were late 80s. Early and, 90s. And then the early 90s yeah. was their Super Bowl run. Right, right. So it's a little bit of a stretch. I know. I, I gave for it to you, For those of though. you out there who kind of thought, hey, wait, that premise is a little off. That's technically true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're defending that. I just want to throw that out there. I did some research <laughs> to figure it out. Um it's astounding to me that you can bet on preseason football. Oh, people will bet on anything. I th- well, betting on preseason football proves that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Because <laughs> if you if you bet on preseason football at a casino, they shouldn't give you a ticket. They should just throw a net over you and drag you to a Gambler's Anonymous <laughs> right, meeting. Exactly. Where invariably you'll be betting on the over-under <laughs> time of the meeting with the other degenerates in there. You don't... If you have money on a preseason game, you must lose your mind. Like, don't put the third string in. Yeah, right. They haven't covered yet. They're not trying to win. How can you bet on a thing that nobody's trying to win? When I play my kid in sorry, at least we're both trying to win. (laughs) Bet on that. It's ridiculous. The red zone. Oh, the NFL red zone. Oh, boy. That's crack. I love the NFL red zone. Got cable again. I'm so excited. If there was a, can you marry a channel? Can you marry a TV channel? <laughs> Wait a second. Before you jump into it, this is something funny that uh, Krista pointed out to me during our recent comedy trip. <laughs> she told me that you cancel cable every year after the football season's over. You cancel and then cable when it comes back in February. So you basically get cable just for football? Yeah. You're I hate, my hero. I hate cable. You're my hero. <laughs> and, and if we weren't doing quick snaps, I probably wouldn't get it at all. I would just watch games wherever. But you have to watch the ESPN and kind of see what's going on. True. So you kind of have to do it. <laughs> I hate cable. They're so awful. We've had cable now for about 10 days. It's been broken or out or screwy like eight of them. Mm-hmm. It's weird how terrible the service is. Anyway, but the red zone. Oh. oh. I would marry that channel. That's probably a good metaphor for not having an early wedding in life, right? Because hmm. I would have married Showtime. <laughs> and I hadn't even met HBO yet. <laughs> right, exactly. See what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I want the red zone, in my, red zone in my life. I want that to be like, cut out all the crap and just give me the highlights. My kid's smiling. I'm killing in front of an audience. Krista's getting out of the shower. You know, like, I don't need the rest of the crap. Just give me that. And then occasionally two great things happen at once. They got to double box it for me. The pizza gets here. She drops the towel. Someone's going to score. All right. I love this story. Next year, China is getting an American Arena Football League. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. September 2015. It's a good match because an hour after an Arena League game, you're hungry for football again. I'm going to get hungry when they start calling out the numbers. Number six, 16, 32. Was that my takeout order? The downside, Chinese football will be played with marbles. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Maybe we're just hoping we can catch them with their math scores by giving them more concussions. Maybe that's what we're doing. Invariably, in Chinese football, uh, there's going to be like a good defense, and they're going to nickname themselves the Great Wall. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And they won't do the wave. They'll do a fire drill where everyone jumps out of their chair and runs around the stadium and gets back in their seats. And the team names are obvious. The Sleeping Giants, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dolphins and Snow Peas, Cleveland Brown Sauce, Falcons with Broccoli, Shrimp Fried Ray Rice. 
<laughs> Ridiculous jokes. <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff happening. I love the offseason has all these obscure stories. The University of Texas just hired Vince Young to raise funds. Who is less qualified to raise funds than a guy in bankruptcy? Well, he could tell you exactly what not to do. Yes, he can. That's a good point. It's like when uh, they bring in a computer hacker or something that did something crazy to oh, work for the NSA. I see. Right? That's an interesting parallel. Yeah. Right. The guy that used to cheat the casino is now in charge of security. Exactly. I see. I like that. Are they going to bring Ray Rice in for the Women's Studies program? <laughs> is Travis Henry available to talk about abstinence? <laughs> You don't get the Travis Henry comedy no. like you used to. No, that's, there's definitely a void there. <laughs> Vince Young made millions and is now in Chapter 11. I can't believe Vince Young got to Chapter 11 of anything. All right. That was a recycled joke from last season. And a good one. It is. That's a good one. Um, the Niners played in their new stadium, and apparently the end zone is too hard to find. <laughs> they lost 34 to nothing. <laughs> In their brand spanking new Levi's Stadium. They took it in the pants, everybody. They sure did. 34-0. That is not a Levi's size. 34-30. That's, uh, th- <laughs> that's a Levi's. 34 waist, 30 inseam. You see where I'm going here? Yeah. I don't know what 34-0 is. Daisy Dukes? Is that no inseam? <laughs> uh, Baltimore fans gave Ray Rice a standing ovation when he took the field. Maybe they support him or maybe they just don't want him to get angry. <laughs> Fans seem happy to have him back, although everyone sitting in the upper levels took the stairs instead of the elevator. (laughs) Just to be safe. (laughs) That's one guy you don't want to ride with. (laughs) The Broncos using really loud music to practice communicating with the crowd noise, right? Things went bananas in training camp when they played the Counting Crows song, Omaha. Omaha. Nobody knew what to do. People were running all over, shifting. Omaha. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's funny to me. Falcons lost their left tackle for the season. That sucks. That's the first significant injury, really, maybe, of the NFL universe this year, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Though it looks like uh, Manti Teo has a a sprained foot. He sprained his foot. Could be out at least a week, they say. He was making a sharp turn again away from the truth. Right, but uh, (laughs) considering how quickly he recovered from his broken heart, (laughs) this one should be a piece of cake. (laughs) He can make up a nurse, a beautiful hot nurse, to to take care of him. That's true, yes. (laughs) He's really just a dude with a weird voice. Rest in peace, Lene. <laughs> you shouldn't get real injuries in fake games. It doesn't seem fair. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Injuries in preseason games should be curable with cootie shots. <laughs> he ruptured his patellar tendon. That just sounds so terrible. Ah, it sounds gross. I'm not a doctor, but is that when the knee bone gets disconnected from the leg bone? My thigh bone's connected to my knee bone. My knee bone's connected to my hearty ha ha ha. Hearty ha ha ha. I thought patellar tendon was one of their new draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, it could be a guy's name. It's not that far from Jadavion <laughs> Clowney. No, that's true. There's <laughs> no. some weird names. Ha ha Clinton Dix and Barkevius Mingo. Right. Patellar tendon's not too crazy. <laughs> Ashley Lalee. That's one of my favorite NFL names of all time. Uh, The two girliest names ever, Lovey Smith and Ashley Lalee. Right. (laughs) Uh, Falcons on Hard Knocks. Yeah, they're good. It's good. I watched the first episode. Didn't get the second one, though. I'm loving it. I really love it. I mean, I love Hard Knocks when it's not the Falcons, so when it's the Falcons, even better. You know, the Falcons passed on that show because they didn't want the distraction. 
couple years ago. <laughs> and, and then they went 4-12. and 12. We're like, fuck it, I guess. A distraction. What, what could go wrong? It might be nice. Might be good. Yeah. The show's brutal. You get to know these guys, and then you root for them, and then they fire them. <laughs> right? Yeah. It kind of hurts. They should, they should call it Last Falcon Standing. <laughs> they literally take 90 guys, some 90-ish, right? And they cut them down to 53. No job does that. Think how hard everyone would work if that was happening in their jobs. Oh, I know it. Right? It would we, definitely inspire me. We should do that with Congress. You take the 100 senators, and then they know after four weeks, there's only going to be 53 of them left. You put them out in the Georgia heat and let them punch each other in oh, the face. I love that. <laughs> but it only covers the preseason, Hard Knocks. Yeah, that's true. When, yeah, I'd like to see the regular season. Couldn't they just do a whole season like that? Pick a team and just hang with them? I would love that. You can't, can you imagine a porno that only covered the foreplay? <laughs> That's about as far as I get anyway, usually. <laughs> That's as far as you get. You had a clip. You had a uh, Hard Knocks clip. Is that true? Yeah, I thought this was interesting. Mike Smith, he was basically commenting on the fact that uh, nobody came to Matt Ryan's defense last season in a game when somebody gave him a late hit. So he's calling his team a bunch of wimps. That's not what he's doing. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, here he is. Uh, this is from Hard Knocks, Mike Smith. Calling out his team. Everything about the NFL is fine lined. And it's that much difference between winning and losing. A penalty in a game can make the difference of a win and a loss. Talk to you guys about nobody getting a fight in this crossover, all right? We had it happen, guy got let out, Joe. But what Joe did was probably the right thing. If somebody is taking advantage of your teammate, and you go to his defense and you send a message to the guy that you're playing against, that's a good penalty. I'm tired and you guys should be tired of it as well. Talking about the Falcons were soft. The Falcons aren't tough. Tough. <laughs> Mike Smith is maybe a good coach, but he's a man as scintillating as his name. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's just not, he's not inspiring. He's not fun to watch on TV. You watch. Those Falcons are going to take a lot of unnecessary penalties this year just to prove <laughs> to everybody that they're not soft. How do you agree? Do you agree with that premise? There's situations where, where a penalty is warranted and necessary. For instance, when Colin Kaepernick got clotheslined out of bounds by Clay Matthews, in the first game, first week of last year. I remember year. that. I remember that, yeah. If you want to go after him and I'm your coach, kill Clay Matthews, be my guest, take that penalty. No one's going to clothesline my quarterback I think you make a good when point. he's five feet out of bounds. But that's a real outlier. That's like, that's like five times a season there's some story like that, right? Well, I think that's the kind of thing he's talking about. You know, obviously, in, in some situations, you just cannot take a penalty, period. Like fourth quarter. I think broadly you have to avoid the penalties and take care of your business within the rules. I guess, yes. Right? That. That's yeah. the better choice, ideally. Absolutely. The only time I can even remember listening to that, that a penalty was awesome, was like 10 years ago, the Bulldogs were playing one of their rivals. I don't even remember who it was. And obviously they set this up ahead of time. After their first score, every player of the team ran into the end zone and was jumping around I remember and going that. bananas. Yes, I remember that. Obviously they take a penalty on that, but yeah. it did. It like energized the whole team and the stadium and everything. Like, all right, that's worth 15 yards. Certainly. 
But that's a real outlier. Every once in a while, something weird like that. But then you have Jimmy Graham, who's still dunking on the goalposts, even though you get a It's the penalty. Jimmy Graham rule. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think is. they're going to call you? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to sneak under the radar when you're Jimmy Graham. Oh, my God. That's so true. That's so true. It's like if uh, they made slam dunks illegal. After Wilt Chamberlain came in the league. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Wilt continued to slam dunk. (laughs) All right. Can we do some, should we do, uh, let's do bold predictions and then we'll uh, we'll do some Jerry Jones jokes. Okie dokie. How about that? I like Jerry Jones jokes. Who doesn't? What's not to love? Triple J. (laughs) I have two bold predictions. I'm going to throw in a bonus one just, it's fun for you. All right. Uh, the first one is first my book. I'm trying to. I was trying to think of something that we'll know the answer to within two weeks. Right, right. Which, by the way, our standing bold prediction from last time was, I believe it. We both agreed. Manzel starts in like the fifth game after the bye. After the bye, I, I think I, I think it'll be sooner than that. I think so too, based yeah. on what's happened since then. I think we're yes. both wrong. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, all right, my bold prediction, which I think, if I understand the chronology right, we will know the answer to in two weeks is Michael Sam makes the team and some of this buzz about him goes away and he ends up being a really good player. I agree wholeheartedly. He'll ma- making the team will have been decided within two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, he was like middle of the seventh round and they have a lot of good linebackers there. I mean, that's a real... He might not make that team. He's going to make it. He got his first sack. I love that. Did you see that clip? I did. Yeah, that's, I'm rooting for that kid. So I think Michael Sam. And my bonus bold prediction is, Ooh. you don't even know this. Ooh, a bonus. <clears throat> I'm not 100%, but I think we're going to have a new sponsor by the time we come back again. Ooh. That's a bonus one for you, sir. Is it uh, Southern Sun Vodka? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good guess. We tip our hats to Southern Sun Vodka. That is not the new sponsor. <laughs> the best vodka under the sun. Yes. That's what their slogan should be. <laughs> Uh, well, that's interesting. I guess you'll you'll tell me more offline. I'll, t- I'll talk to you off the air, and then we'll figure it out. Fantastic. Um, all right. Give my, me a, give, lay a bold prediction on it. My me. bold prediction is that uh, the New York Giants' offensive starters will play at least three quarters in their final preseason game. Three quarters? Three quarters. Oh, Tom's pissed and wants he to make sure they got it together? pissed, and he's going to make sure... That they are ready for the season. I like basically that. put it out there. Like, That's a fun, bold prediction. You guys are going to play as long as it takes for you to get your, your That's shit together. That's such a little league approach, you know? <laughs> I know. I could, I could totally see him doing that. <laughs> but that's my prediction. They play at least three quarters in the final preseason game. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Has that ever happened? I'm sure it has. Okay. I like that one. We'll look for that. All right. Let's, do, let's make fun of Jerry Jones. Have you seen the photos? You've seen these photos. That scandalous old man. Oh, man. For those of you listening who don't know, there are a couple photos floating around the interwebs. Uh, The the standout one is Jerry standing there with a suit on, and a very young, pretty woman is kneeling in front of him. Right. Resting the side of her head against his crotch. (laughs) And the other one. And the other one is grabbing a handful of knockers. He's getting a little side titty, maybe you you call it. Yeah. Yeah, he's holding, yes, from behind. Yeah, they're both kind of creepy and weird. Um, He's been married to his wife for 50 years, which is, of course, what makes this a little... It seems like he's been married to Tony Romo even longer. (laughs) It's common law, I think, by now. I I guess Romo isn't the only member of the Cowboys we need to worry about throwing out his back. (laughs) (laughs) 
And sadly, Jones is the only cowboy who can successfully get someone's knees on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Dallas lost 37 to 30. Their defense is so bad, Mexico should consider trying to retake it. (laughs) Everything's bigger in Texas, especially the opponent's scores. The photos were presumably part of an extortion plot. You you don't have to extort Jerry Jones to get a pile of money. You just have to be three years past your prime and sign a contract. <laughs> That's how you steal money from Jerry Jones. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's a sketchy which I, story. Which I could argue that those girls are past their prime. <laughs> those girls, yeah, they're <laughs> <Yes>. too old. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like running backs. They got a lot of mileage. <laughs> yes. It's funny. A lot of reps. <laughs> A lot of reps with the ones. <laughs> yeah, thank God that story wasn't about Andy Reid. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. If you see a young girl on her knees in front of Andy Reid, she's not being sexual. She's just desperately trying to find a way to get around him. <laughs> That's awful. That's good stuff. All right. Um you handed me a list of funny, uh, uh, funny fantasy football team names. Let's, yeah, let's... according to MTV, these are the top ten funniest I fantasy that... football team names. I love that MTV cares about this kind of stuff. That's yeah, pop culture, you know. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, what, what's more MTV than the first one here, Revis right. and Butthead? Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's a little biased. The MTV connection. Yeah, I really just did like the name, but it's a funny... son of a sea biscuit, if they didn't put their show up top. <laughs> Sneaky Badgers. Tavon Austin City Limits. Richie Incognito Mode. A Dingo Ate My Brady. That's a terrible accent. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Teenage Mutant Ninja Bortles. I don't like it. Uh, it's funny. I kind of like that one. It's so preposterously silly that it comes back around again. I don't like it. it it's not Bortles. It's Bortles. <laughs> That's terrible. It's a reach. It's a reach. Henny Given Sunday. I like that. DeMarco Bill Murray. Rated R for Frank Gore. Ladies and Edelman. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. I That's think that's my good. favorite. <clears throat> Ladies and Edelman in an insane clown posse. Still my <laughs> my <laughs> insane did I even say it right? No, insane in- clowny posse. <laughs> <laughs> I killed the joke. You doofus. Ugh. You big doofus. Still in preseason form here. <laughs> it's all right. The games are gonna start coming every week. The podcast is coming every week. New fresh material, new jokes. Hey, we also gotta shout out Lucas Knapp. On Twitter, because he was the first guy You're right. to send a screenshot of your appearance on the NFL Network. They're playing that thing a lot. They are, Yeah, I've noticed. My wife saw it in a bar when she was meeting a friend for a thing. I was yeah. like, hey, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. So if maybe just give uh, Lucas a shout out on Twitter. It's at Lucas, L-U-K-A-S, McKay, M-C-K-A-Y, zero one. He's a good dude. I met him in the Dakotas. He's a big, he's an Uber fan. He's a good guy. A good dude. It's just unfortunate that his Twitter handle is like a, an AOL email address. <laughs> it's cumbersome. Get rid best. of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will be off next week is our last week off through February, my friend. So rest up. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a grind and it's awesome. We're glad that football's back. Take it easy, Aaron Hodges. I'm Kostaki Economopoulos, and we will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Peace. Nah, we'll see you next week on All Pro Lines. Wait, how did you get back here in 2014, and how did you know that All Pro Lines was going to be a thing in 2021?
Oh my God, I'm going to go kick some field goals.